This episode of the Fun V Tailgate Podcast on the Bullpen Cart Podcast feed is brought to you by our friends at Schneckbook. What's going on, guys? Jordy Cannell here. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the podcast. It is myself and Maddie D live from his house. We get you ready for NFL Week 15, the Army-Navy game. We react to the college football playoff bracket and give you some of our favorite bowl games, both matchups and our favorite sponsors for it. It was a lot of fun to record. I cannot wait to hear what you guys think. Let us know in the comments or in the show notes on thunderblogsports.com. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a nice little five-star review, and we will give you a shout-out. Follow us on Twitter, ThunderBLG, ThunderBlogSports. On Instagram and Facebook, you can find all of our great social media content there. But enjoy this week's episode, guys. It was a blast. Have a great weekend, and fly, Eagles, fly. Here we go. Welcome to this week's episode of the Fun Retailgate Podcast on the Bullpen Card Podcast feed. I, of course, am the G-Man, Jordy Cannell. If I sound a little different, that is because I'm being hosted by the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Matty D. How are you, my friend? Well, it's fantasy football playoff season. It's big. So I'm sweating a lot of bullets over here. It's big. I'm all over the waiver wire, which I'm not sure if I should be or not. Yeah. Do, do you roll with your boys? Or do you jump in with new with with the new crowd? You know, you got injured guys coming in and out of the lineups. Got some. Um, so it's a very stressful time. Yeah. Needless to say, everything else going on with me is stressful. Yeah. But very stressful time right now with fantasy football. I will say because my better half is staring at me that yes, I'm not in the fantasy football playoffs of her league. I didn't even make the playoffs this year. Absolute okay. disgrace. As the commissioner, you know, when you're the commissioner, you're not in the playoffs. It's a disgrace. But yeah. I've held my commissioner duties. Up, I've continued to work hard at the league and be there for them, even in the time that I'm not, you know, that's good. I'm not involved. That's important. Great that's commissioner. Important. Doesn't matter what happens to him. It's all about the league and the league's health. Yeah. You know, that's what we're all about. You so. know, since clinching the one seed in our league, I've come in third to last, last and last in those three years since. Yeah, it's not been your or second to last. I give him second to last. Ha- you have not had the success that I expected in that I, league. I've had unlucky streaks, and we can very true dive into that other times. I don't think people. No, are... I think it's better to know that you haven't won a championship and I've won two. I think that's probably better. not in this league. I've won championships. Well, you know what I have won... you done for me lately? Yeah, that's okay. a good point. Last right. last football ship was three years ago. Fantasy baseball last year. Do very well on daily fantasy golf. Okay. Do very well with that. Right. Um, shout out our former sponsor. Uh, but we're talking football. And Matt, we've reached the end of the regular season conference championships in college football. Mm-hmm. We'll start there. The four are in. Yes. The right four. The right four. We discussed a lot of scenarios that could have occurred. And we both kind of hoped and kind of didn't hope for chaos. It happened. But then it worked itself out, right? Like things went to the shit, yeah. and then it worked itself out, which I thought was pretty impressive for college football. I agree. There are very little arguments this year with the four best teams um, that are in. No. And, yeah, I think it's a pretty easy go for everybody in this case. Um, nobody made it easy. If yeah, you know. it worked itself out that we didn't have some sort of controversy of idle Alabama, do they deserve it? Right. Utah yeah. lost, so that, we didn't have And that, that was a huge deal. Utah's loss... Kind of threw everything out of whack. Um, although, again, I, I mean, I will tell you this: it is it is interesting because you could argue after watching Oregon, like Oregon dropped the ball. 
Oh, yeah. The Pac-12 commissioner came out and said it's harmful for the Pac-12 not in the playoff. You're darn right it is, but you guys didn't do what you needed to do. I mean, Oregon would have had a very, very legit argument um, to be in. Oh, yeah. Uh, I I did think it was interesting how far Alabama fell. Yeah, I, I thought that too. They're right? all the way at 13th. They're not in the New Year's Six Bowl. Right. Which I was saying to Mike last week, Mike Clark, shout out to him, uh, that I always find looking at who makes what New Year's Six Bowls very telling of – because this whole year, ever since the college football playoffs started coming out or the polls came out, you saw a very large Big Ten bias. They talked about it a couple times after Penn State lost to Minnesota. Yes. If they were propping up – Penn State to prop up Ohio State, that conspiracy theory. And the fact that Bama's now rolling over to the SEC, that Bama's not even in a New Year's Six Bowl, which you thought, idle Bama, mm-hmm. they might want to throw it in. They're playing Michigan, which, mm-hmm. I mean, shit. It's a great matchup. It's a great matchup. Right. But it's nuts to me. Yeah. <coughs> well, I guess I guess what I look at is, do you honestly think that Alabama could is, is better, and I do, than, I know they lost to them, but Auburn... Utah, Penn State, Florida, Wisconsin, Baylor, Oregon. I, mean, I think and even Georgia, who led up. I mean, Alabama barely lost to LSU. Yeah, and their two losses are are two very good losses, if you will. So I'm I'm glad you brought up Georgia because this is the this is on the flip side of it all. This is the the Big Ten Big Mad of Penn State Penn State people being pissed off. They're in the Cotton Bowl, right, and not in the Rose Bowl, right. I'm fine. With the runner-up, because that's technically what it is, taking its conference's spot in the... I think West Conference should be in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, in the in whatever their right. their conference bowl is. Right. And it's, that's the right move. Right. I, I, I think... Same with Georgia and the Sugar Bowl. Right. I uh, would I have argued... better than Alabama, but... Right. Well, I mean, do you think Georgia's better than Alabama without Mad Tua? Without Tua, yeah. Okay, so. without Tua. It, no, they look bad against LSU, but... Georgia, Georgia got smoked. Yeah, well, again, Georgia's problem is that they, they, their offense needs to um, advance. It be you know what they are. They're like because it's a, it's an it's an Alabama light, yeah. right? Because Kirby Smart, they need to advance their offense beyond. Look, they need to do what Alabama has done and yeah. create. Because Jake Fromm's a good quarterback, but but what do they I mean? You, you got to help him with your with your situation. Yeah. Um, I I felt like Oregon should be ahead of Georgia. I, I, I feel pretty strongly about yeah. that, to be honest. Yeah. They looked really good. They looked really Utah. good. They have two bad losses. It's hard to – well, no, no. They have one bad loss. Excuse I guess me. the only – the saving grace of it is that it's – at this point, it's just a number. You, yeah. Oregon's going to the Rose Bowl. Georgia's the runner-up. The winner, going obviously, is in the playoff. Right. Goes to the Sugar Bowl. So, like, there's nothing to like, – at this point, it's just – Fodder to right. be, be no, upset I, about. I agree. I agree. It's not like it's it's you know the Penn State people. If you firmly don't believe the runner-up should get your conference's spot because the champion went to the playoff, which it's been it was that way in the BCS. Right. It was it's been that way this whole time. Um, you know, Penn State people have a reason to be upset that Wisconsin, who has three losses, is in the Rose Bowl and they're not. And I think Penn State's a better team than Wisconsin. But again, I, I mean, we, we we just had this conversation. I mean, we talked yeah. about automatic. Like, let's say they moved to a bigger playoff. Yeah. Should you just have an automatic bid? And the if, team we brought up is Virginia, right? If who Virginia was in the Orange had, Bowl, right? The ACC spot, and, and Alabama is definitely a better team than Virginia. Yeah, and I yeah, Virginia's twenty fourth. I mean, that that bowl's gonna get crushed in yeah. terms of ratings because who wants to see Virginia? If you will, I do. I like. Well, Virginia, it's also but there's no money in it. Football. It's a day after week seventeen in the yeah. NFL. People are gonna be itching. 
Yeah, you're right. For something. You're right. But again, you it's say, a tougher, we all say that. Yeah. It's a tougher matchup. I mean, again, we think the committee got it very right. I think um, so. You're fine. I'm fine with LSU one. Are you? Are you? Or do you think Ohio I think State they absolutely deserved it? Yeah. I, I think they played a harder schedule than Ohio State, and I think they really, honestly, looked better against really good opponents. And Ohio State's destroyed everybody. Like yeah. I'm not. Like I'm not. They they've done very well throughout the year, and they they beat they did beat some. They beat Penn State. They beat Michigan. They beat Wisconsin twice. Mm-hmm. They, they've but. Mm-hmm. Um, LSU demolished Georgia, who was number four in the nation at the time. A throttling of a very good football team yep. in a neutral site. I mean, I mean, in fact, not even a neutral site. Seventy-five percent Georgia was playing yeah, Atlanta. It's in Atlanta, right? Yeah. So uh, I thought they deserved to be number one the whole year. I thought they should never should have dropped, and I'm happy where they ended up. Yeah, I get why they dropped, and we've, we've talked about this the last couple of weeks. Uh, but I do think because they beat they beat up Georgia so badly, that's really what it took. I get. LS, uh, OSU had a great second half, kind of stumbly first half where Wisconsin's hanging on. Uh, moment of the year for me, gambling-wise, that I didn't think to bet at halftime until yeah. like two minutes into the third quarter. Real dud move there, but whatever. I will, I will ask you this other question. The other team that I thought has kind of just no one's talked about for weeks yeah. is the number nine Florida Gators. Yeah, I think they kind of – they obviously the, the cocktail – they go to the Orange, the, that's Lord, fine, Lord, right. That's in, what, the second week of November? Yeah. So they've kind of been off the radar since then. Right, they lost to LSU. And they lost to Georgia. And I, and I, look, I mean, two losses is two losses. I'm not saying they have a shot at the playoff. I'm just saying they lose on the road for LSU. Mm-hmm. And it was 40-20-28, but then they lose 24-17 to Georgia. That's a tough loss. I mean, that's, that's to me... I think it's a little. I don't really care where they end up in bowls here. I want the rankings to reflect the best teams. Let the sure. bowl system work itself out. This is just the college football playoffs. Basically, what you're saying is, if one team wasn't there, who would go to the playoff? And that's why I don't love what they did from five to to really thirteen. Because I I, I I felt like all those teams should have been in that position. They just should have been ordered differently. Yeah, the orders. Uh, it's it is what it is. I agree. If we're uh, that. Splitting hairs, Oregon deserves to be number five more so than Georgia because they won. They didn't, and yeah, they. Right. I, people, were, we were talking about this when we started watching the awards tonight. This, we're recording this on Thursday night. If you have not been able to tell, but um, we the college football awards are on, and they had a poll for the biggest upset. And I don't think ASU over Oregon is as big of a deal as people want to make it out to be. ASU had a pretty solid year. The record isn't great, but. Mm-hmm. They're, they were a good team. They had some good wins, some some solid road wins. A very hard place to play, and we say that every year. Them in Arizona. Right. One of them's good for an upset. Right. It's Ofacto, Arizona State. Eight. Yep. But, I don't know. I mean, I think at this point it's... It is semantics. It's, yeah. It's, right. it's semantics. But, we'll see. We'll did see. I say semantics? I, I did, yeah. Semantics. That's right. It happens. It happens. Uh, yeah, it happens. Yeah. But, uh... I did also want to ask you, the number one... Non-power five in the rankings is number seventeen Memphis, who yep. actually is a great team, and I'd put them up there with some of their teams in terms of their ability. Yeah, I, I think they are the. Did you think they deserved to be seventeen ahead of the nineteenth Boise State and twentieth Appalachian State teams? Appalachian State, yes. Boise State, I'm not sure. About. Yeah, I, I, I was going to question. I think the that. problem is that Boise State plays. And, and, and Appalachian State has, a, last has a bad loss. The AAC but. has rebuilt itself. It's they're a great the conference. same spot that the Big East was in. Cincinnati's there, and they're a great team. We talked good. about them. They have, they have three losses. They lost to Ohio State, 
I think he lost Ohio State, Memphis, and Memphis, if I am correct. I think they played Memphis twice and lost. SMU, granted, yes. lost the second game. They lost They're back not to ranked back right now. And SMU's a really good SMU's team. SMU's a really good team. Mm-hmm. They were game day against Memphis. Right, SMU. In Memphis. Yeah, I, I, I think there's something to be said about some of the, that, that AAC conference. Um, and I think that's why Memphis got in over Boise State. Yep. Uh, and App State, for sure. App State has a bad loss. Yep. Boise State lost to BYU, which is not good this year, but by three points. It was a tight game. But I think Memphis deserved it, um, although I think it was close with Boise State. Um, yeah. How tough is that? Cincinnati plays Memphis to end the year. And then they play it, them next week. Around. Yeah, that's a weird situation. That's, weird. that's happened a lot. It and it happened was with, on the road twice. It happened with UCF, too. They they played Memphis the last two right. ones. I, I think it was two years ago. It was the same exact thing. Yeah. UCF beat Memphis, and then they had to turn around and play in the AAC championship. I guess it's weird because... There's all those artificial bowls. The you know, part of my take makes fun of the the civil conflict UCF and Connecticut, which Connecticut now it's not even a thing anymore. But UCF never took it seriously. Right. Um, it's just, I guess it's just kind of weird because it's just this put together conference of just the better parts of the conference USA and the Sun Belt and the Mountain right. West and all this stuff. So I don't know. I guess it's just tough that way. But good for them that they're that they are. No, there. absolutely good for them. No, I, I would certainly. And agree I, I with would that say too. don't don't sleep on that bowl game, Penn State Memphis. That's no, gonna be no. Penn State's defense, I think, is certainly better than than Memphis's. Yeah, but I think Memphis's offense is right. Oh, Memphis, there. Memphis has a firepower, and yeah. this is the team by the way. So like, remember last year they had two running backs drafted: Daryl Henderson, who plays as a backup for the Rams, and Tony Pollard, who's the backup for the. For the um, Cowboys, I mean, they, mm-hmm. they've got a lot of talent. Memphis has actually been somewhat of a quiet running back. You uh, people don't talk yeah. about a lot. Steve. No, I, I definitely like uh, like what I've seen from Memphis, and I think they definitely deserve it. Although I always will always like to see Boise State because yeah. I'll always oh, be. Yeah. We grew up with them as the Cinderella, right? Oh, like, that's our c- generation Cinderella, the hook and ladder and the Statue of Liberty against Statue Oklahoma, Liberty right? Play. Oh man! But let's um, let's transition a little bit into the bowl game season. Yes. Um. We're gonna talk. Do you want to talk about the big, the the this, the, the the playoff first or second? I'm talking about the playoff second. Okay, okay. I, there's I, some fun bowl games. There are. For one, the fact that there's the Bahamas Bowl is just next Friday afternoon. I know, like, right? It's always hey, wild. you know, it's close enough to Christmas. Have some day football. Right. There you go. Right. <laughs> like, well, there are a few things I want to bring up before we get started, and then I one thing I want to circle. We are going to talk about this, but I want to make sure we don't talk a lot about individual matchups, like player versus player. 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 Oh, yeah. A little this more is, difficult. This is bad territory. But there's one I really want to circle Teach me. Teach for me. you. And it is a playoff matchup, but Oklahoma, we just talked about C.D. Lamb today at dinner, right? Yep. C.D. Lamb is the Oklahoma wide receiver speedster, absolute blow buyer, very similar to like a Marquise Brown or a D.D. Westbrook, probably a little better than D.D. Westbrook's prospects, mm. probably similar to Marquise Brown, maybe better because they have that injury history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to match up against a guy that you don't know for LSU if you haven't watched, but you need to f- meet Derek Stingley Jr. Now, Stingley, Stingley is the number one true freshman quarterback prospect coming out at, at Corner. LSU. Cornerback. I said corner. Cornerback. This guy does everything you want for a corner. He's deflected passes. I mean, he's honestly all over the field, following up with the LSDBU, if you will. Mm-hmm. If you want to watch an individual matchup that's going to be really fun, C.D. Lamb versus Stingley Jr. is going to be awesome. That is going to be great. And Stingley has a chance to be – he's a true freshman, so he's got three years. Three years from now, he's got a chance to be a top three like player taken. That's how talented he is. So I wanted to point that out before we got to the actual bowl matchups because I've been watching him every time they play, and I, and I freaking love the way this guy plays. Oh, yeah. Uh, he also has that look. You know, in a corner, just has that look of being a guy you don't want to screw with. That's what that's what he has. Yeah, yeah. And he'll be tested if if they move on from from uh, Oklahoma. There's 
plenty of talent on Clemson. As we know, and there's a couple guys for Ohio State that we might see him match up. Certainly, yeah. yeah. But I, I wanted to bring that up, um, and then some of the other matchups are bowl related. Um, but that's really the big one to me. Uh, Baylor's defensive ends against uh, Andrew uh, Tom, uh, Tom, Thomas, the tackle for Georgia, mm-hmm. who's a top ten prospect. It's gonna be interesting as well. Bowl games are time to some of those guys to shine if they're still trying to make their spot. A lot of guys have said no, they're not playing. But there's a couple really good ones out there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. What is your most anticipated bowl game outside of the playoff. Well, it's a li- probably outside of New Year's Six too, because we've talked I about mean, the New Year's Six a little bit. I'm a little homer, but I'm really excited for Michigan Alabama. But I'm mostly excited for that bowl game because I want to see, I want to see how Michigan does against Alabama to kind of see where they are in the pecking order. Yeah. So that one's like kind of. I, I mean, I I'm, I don't want to pick it because it's my, it's my team. I just I really love. Some of the matchups. Uh, one that really intrigues me is the Academy Sports and Outdoor Texas Bowl, which is Oklahoma State versus Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Most people don't know that Chubba Hubbard of Oklahoma State is the leading rusher in college football this year. Um, he's had a huge season for them. Oh God. Yeah. You were telling me that. He's, yeah. He's 100 yards shy of 2,000. Yeah, he's right there. Holy right. shit. He's had a great season following in the footsteps of the great Barry Sanders and a number of other running backs that have come out of, like Justice Hill, that have come out of Oklahoma State. That should be... You'd say it's a shootout, but Texas A&M has a pretty good defense. It's kind yeah, of over under game 53 right now. I wouldn't be surprised to see that go down a little bit. Yeah, it's. I think that's a Texas really fascinating game. Texas A&M, solid defensive team, stifled both Clemson and a little bit to LSU. They got a little more blown out by right. the, the Tigers. Than yeah, yeah. The LSU Tigers than the yeah. Clemson Tigers. Um, so that's one I'm definitely kind of like, I don't know if I'm circling, if you will, um, but I'm, I'm certainly interested to see um, that matchup. That might be a fireworks show and a lot of names you're going to see drafted, which is why I'm always interested to watch. That So that day, December 27th, has one I'm very much look for, looking forward to. But it's a full slate of great games. Yes, there's a ton going on that day. The right? one that kicks it off is UNC Temple in uh, the it's a fun game. Military Bowl presented by Northrop Grumman. <laughs> Grum, Grumman? Grumman. Um, it's Grumman, but you're Grumman. Good. Hans Gruber. But anyway... <laughs> UNC's a favorite right now, and and you might think, why? They play in the ACC. We heard about how garbage it is. Their offense is pretty solid. Temple has had some great wins. They have the only win over Memphis, handed them their only loss here in Philly. It's at Annapolis, so you're thinking you might get a lot of Temple people yeah, down there. so. It's almost like it's pretty, you know, it's Maryland, so it's not too far from the state of North Carolina, although uh, Chapel Hill is pretty far away from there. Right. But... UNC's offense is very exciting to watch. Their defense can be suspect at times. So I like the 53.5 over. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I, I think Temple can pull it off. It just depends on who shows up, right. how they do. But that whole day, that might be the best outside of New Year's Day itself. Oh, I agree. Cause you, the best I mean, day. You didn't even touch on USC-Iowa yeah, is fascinating. Say, it's very fascinating. Clay Held might need a win to save his job. Because you think that USC is looking to make a move at some yeah. point with new AD. Um more talented USC probably, but Iowa's so well coached. Um, I wouldn't they, be shocked to see Iowa win that. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Also, um, it's a big two, game, ga- two games on baseball fields that day. We will not get the baseball dirt, the Pinstripe Bowl, and the Cheez It Bowl, which is held at Chase Field where the Diamondbacks play. Cheez It Bowl. Is just, some of the names just get me every time. Who is your favorite sponsor? Oh, um, oh, oh no, bowl. wait. Doesn't hang matter on. which bowl it is, who's playing. No, who's no, no, hang sponsor? on. I, I'm going to find it. Oh, uh, no, no, no. I don't want to say it without it being – I want it to be correct before I say it. No, what's the – well, the Redbox one is the, – The Redbox Bowl is funny, but that's the name of the bowl. Yeah, so I know. It is the sponsor, though. 
No. Oh, no, no, wait. Did they get rid of a bowl this year? That was kind of funny. I think the Bad Boy Mowers gas that was my no longer. Th- that was yeah. my favorite. I might go with I might go with the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. Yeah, that's pretty great. Utah State versus Kent State. By the way. Oh, no, it still is the Bad Boy Mowers and the Gasparilla Bowl. Okay, never mind. I'm all the way in. That that is without a doubt. SoFi Hawaii Bowl. I think the Gasparilla is is just a fan. It's a fantastic bowl game name. If you're going to sponsor a bowl, be a crazy name, right? Who just got turned down? Didn't somebody get turned down for being... I think you're thinking of Pornhub wanting to rename American Airlines Arena. Yeah, they have the money to do it. Okay, they said no. That's a shame. That would have been great. That made me laugh every time someone said it. Yeah, no, it's definitely the Gasparilla. That that bowl that bowl gets me. I like that time. that it's not the Frosted Flakes Sun Bowl. It's the Tony, Tony the Tiger. Tiger Sun Bowl. That's pretty good. That's though. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That's that's see that see now that, that might be the closest talking. we get to mascot mode. Yeah. from NCAA football. Let me ask you. Let, let's talk about another bowl game that I think has some interesting implications. That's the the uh, Valero Alamo Bowl. Yeah. So you've got Utah up against Texas. Texas coming off really one of the most disappointing seasons of all the times we've heard Texas is back. This was the year, even after the early loss to LSU. Well, you thought after the early loss to LSU that Texas, like, they were a step down from an LSU team that people had a lot of high hopes to. But they were good. But they were good. They played them tough, and they fell apart. They really did. Um, Utah, Utah, they no-showed in the championship game, but there's a really talented, not talented, a really stout, steady team. Um, not flashy, but they do a lot of really good things. They've had a yeah. really good defense, underrated. That, that's defense. what I. Th- that's what I think the difference in this is. Right. It's over a touchdown, the I mean, spread Texas right now. Texas doesn't play defense. They're no. 127th national. They're going to get barreled the over, right. I think. Um, yeah, that one's interesting. I always love the New Year's the uh, the New Year's Eve bowl games themselves. And it's a bummer we only get one that's after 7 o'clock. You used to have, like, the 8 o'clock one. They've had Johnny Manziel versus Duke game where he came back from four touchdowns Yeah, I remember that. Was that cool. ended at, like, 11.45, and it was great. I was at a bar, finishes up, you're a little toasted, it's midnight, it's all great. But they, I mean, who knows? I mean, this, right. could, this could be forever. It's the Alamo Dome, so <laughs> the fuck knows? Um, well, that really should. Yeah, be I mean, I mean we, we, we're in and out with our. We were talking about this at the end. I mean, we got because of the holiday coming up. We're going to be trying to podcast when we can, but it's going to be tough. Yeah, yeah, little, we're, little. Look, uh, we're probably going to get here. another one in so before January first. So I don't want to totally go into those big bowl games yeah. yet. Um, I think almost every one though is a great matchup. You've got, I think so too. Right, Michigan, Alabama, two blue bloods. You know, both with 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 answers to, to be had in this bowl game. You know, Minnesota-Auburn is a tough one. I think Auburn's a very good football team. Minnesota has to get up for this game. We'll see if they can. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Oregon-Wisconsin should be an awesome football game. That's going to be so much fun. Yes, I think it's like a great Like the Oregon-Wisconsin Rose, Rose Bowl from like eight years ago? Yes. Yeah. With I, Russell, was Russell Wilson in it, right? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the game that has a lot riding on it for one program is the Sugar Bowl. I think, I so. think Georgia needs to not only win, but decisively beat a good but not great Baylor team, a rising Baylor team. Yeah, I was about to say, is this, a, is this like a, a turn-stop moment for I, both teams where yes. whoever and, advances through has this meteoric rise to being the next, I yes. don't want to say Boise State because they're all both in power conferences, but the next it team. Yeah, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Um, 
But I, I don't. I like Georgia winning seventeen to ten, or like twenty-one to seventeen, or twenty-four to seventeen is not a good look for Georgia. No, because this is a program that wants to compete with Alabama. This is a program that wants to do shit this year, right? And they just their offense is the problem. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. have. I mean, I we talk, I, talk, I want to go back because the talent there is tremendous. They've got a great running back group and a lead offensive line. Um, their quarterback. I thought Jake Fromm had an opportunity to be the number one overall pick in the upcoming draft. And he, I don't know if he regressed, but the offensive play calling did. They didn't allow him to use all his skills. And quite frankly, today's college football, if you don't do more out of the shotgun like Joe Burrow did this year, it's what made LSU great the last two years. It's what made Alabama turn the corner and become a dominant power is they opened up their offense and allowed their talented quarterbacks to get after it. So that um, is something that it's just it's just difficult. I think Georgia needs to have a big game. Baylor's on the rise. Win or lose here, Baylor's done a, uh, a good amount to prove themselves as an up-and-coming program. But I really think Georgia needs a good game. Um, I don't know if Minnesota needs a good game against Auburn. Um, I, you know, maybe, but I think Minnesota's uptrending as long as they can keep the coach. Um, yeah, I, I don't think there's a threat that P.J. Fleck leads. Right, right. The hard part with Auburn is they're, they're kind of a team with, with one side of the ball is going to lose a lot of guys, and the other side of the ball should probably just get better. Uh, as Bo Nix moves from true freshman this year to sophomore next year, uh, and that's something to keep kind of keep an eye on. Um, but I, we'll dive – I dove a little deep, but we'll continue to dive no, deep. I like it. You know, kind of moving forward with some of those New Year's uh, bowl games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad though you made the programming note because we we're going to do that at the end of the show. Yeah, no, I mean, I, we were, we were yeah. talking about it. I we're might probably well going to do in. one next week, yeah. the week of Christmas, because it's a Wednesday. We're both working the whole week. Then I'm in Harrisburg for the second half of it. And, right. Yeah, we're, we're probably not going to do one that week. Yeah. But uh, hopefully, right before, maybe after the playoffs, yeah. maybe right after New Year's, yeah. right before and New Year's, because you're getting married yeah, right after if New Year's. If we do it, by the way, yeah. if we have this discussion, which we should. The other game we're not going to talk about it now, but I want to bring up the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, Indiana versus Tennessee. I just want to. That's just a bit uh, like a bottom of the barrel bowl. So you say that, but Tennessee won five straight in the year, and Indiana showed a little bit of guts. I thought this year. I am interested in both those programs moving forward, so I don't want to get into too much details now. Okay, we will dive in if we can in another pod. But I just want people to note that it might be a game to think about because. All right. Tennessee needs to be good again. Like it's been a long time. It has, but we kept thinking they were bad. They had that blip with the Joshua yeah, Dobbs three, era. Three years right. ago, yeah. And they've since leveled off, but just saying. Just saying. They've got a pretty uh, that's, Indiana, not a ter- that's not a terrible take. Indiana I mean, can play offense. They just have no defense. So. Yeah, their, their defense is pretty bad. Right, right. Um Yeah. But I'm pumped. I mean bowl season obviously starts next week. We have the Army Navy game this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, which is here in Philly. And I do we mean, want to do that as our pick? We could do that. It's the we, Army we, Navy. Yeah, we could do that as our like college okay. pick. Yeah, pick, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, go Army be Navy. Yeah, that's yeah. But I know I I think Navy's going to win. But what's so the spread? I'm picking Navy. Uh, let me see what the spread is. I'll take I'll take the points. Um, I mean, Navy's a ranked team. Oh, ten and a half. Yeah, I'll take the points. Okay. Yeah, I'll take the points. I'm gonna be upfront. I, I think Navy is going to cover. I, I, I right. hate to say it because I would rather the Black Knights do it. I have nothing against the proud mid- midshipmen. They're great people. They serve our country. They're heroes. Um, but I think Navy's a, a good team, and I, I think they're going to win and they're going to Sure. Cover. But we'll take it. Sure. At the end of the day, I do hope it comes down to a field goal in overtime. Like, that would be best for me. That would be know? awesome. Right. Yeah. Right. So 
Um, I mean, yeah, and since as a good transition point, I was just telling you the story. But the Army Navy golf match, which I didn't even tell you the format of it. So they're both in the Patriot League, and there is like a fall golf season. And the Army Navy match every fall, even years, it's at Army, it's up at West Point. Odd years, like this year, it's at it's down in Annapolis, mm-hmm. or it's supposed to be. Currently, the Navy golf course is under construction. One day, a man walk and comes walks into. I would assume the pro shop at the Navy golf course. Somehow he walks or the office of the Navy golf course and says, hey, how would you like to host the match at Pine Valley? And he goes, oh, whoa, whoa. Got to get back to you. It's the Pine Valley president. So they have the match there. And it was cool. That's awesome. It's a two-day event, too. Oh, that's fun. It's like two days. I think they only play one set of matches. So it's two round, you know, two sessions, if yeah. you will. Um, as right now, our U.S. boys looking to get some points back on uh, the President's Cup. Which we, if we have time at the end of the show, maybe we'll d- dive into that a little bit. Because I have a couple takes. Talked a little bit about Bryson DeChambeau right before this. But let's go over to our picks. We just did our college picks. Mm-hmm. We got a uh, quite the busy weekend. Game on right now. Yeah. Ravens, and the, Ravens, the, and Ravens Jets. just scored. Ravens just scored. Who yeah. two ran it in? Mark, Mark Ingram ran it in. I told my brother to start with fantasy. Hopefully yeah. he did. So, or it might have gotten called back because ESPN doesn't have it updated. But we'll see. I don't think either of us were going to pick that game. No, no, no. Yeah, I know. We, the Ravens were pretty heavily favored. Yeah, as they we normally been. stay away from the Thursday night. Thursday night's spooky anyway. Yeah, I, I don't ever. Hey, don't bet Thursday you, night. You say that, and you had the Bears last week. I did, so. and it worked out for me, huh? Didn't out, it? Yeah. Anytime I can root against the Cowboys, though, I might have to always say yes to that. Yeah. Bet. You know what I'm saying? I, that's why I said to Mike. But you, Matt, you moved zero and four against the spread Jeez. when when picking the when picking the Eagles. So Damn it! They're one. They are two and two overall. But they're, you were zero and four. Making this tough for me. It is only five points for the birds. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I'll go first. All right, you go first. <laughs> we got the Eagles visiting the Redskins. All right. Birds are five-point favorites. You're like me with the Chargers and previously with right. the Titans. And then the Titans finally paid out. And the Chargers paid out last week. Chargers blew out the fucking... The hard balls. part right now is I don't know who exactly is playing for the Eagles, yeah. right? Al Galore, mispractice. Again, I almost said you said Al Gore, mispractice. Aguilar. <laughs> we know Alshon's dead. Okay, his foot, Liz, Liz, Liz Frank fracture. Which is a real injury, by the way. For anybody... And look, I'm, I've been kind of out of my boy Alshon this year. Yeah. But that's a legit injury that is not a fake injury, right? He's got a, a, like a foot fracture that's kept Cam Newton out all year. So it's not like he's whimpering into the night. Um, I still like the Eagles to cover the five-point spread. No. I, I just I, – Dwayne Haskins is a is – his struggles. Darius Geis is probably not going to play. So they're going to have very little running game. Um, and if we can figure out how to t- cover Terry McLaurin, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Double him, and please don't have any of our corners match up against him. I honestly think at this point you just walk Fletcher Cox out there and tell him to jam at the line and hope for the best because I don't want to see Ronald Darby in single coverage against McLaurin all day. But I think you can confuse Haskins enough to get a couple picks, and I think if especially if Jordan Howard's back, you can run oh, and yeah. just keep the ball on your with you. And I think Wentz, the offense found something late in that second half against mm-hmm. the Giants. Um, and I liked what I saw using those short passes, 
getting the ball out, letting guys move and run. Hopefully Sanders is fully healthy because he got a little dinged. He did get a little banged up. But, um, and you know what? Sometimes it's good when some unnamed guys make some plays, right? Greg Ward has legitimately been a consistent, not necessarily great, but I'll bet steady, uh, I'll bet steady uh, pass catcher for them. Um, I want to see Dallas Goddard get a little more involved. Yeah, but you know what? The, the only problem with that Goddard is that he keeps fumbling. Yeah, that's good. Point. He makes catches. That's but, fair. Right, that's fair. But again, yes, you're going to need him anyway if yeah. you want to do anything. So my first pick is the Eagles to cover. Thought I'd homer it, and since you made the comment, um, I don't care what happens, just please win. Please don't lose. No, I like it. I like it. Um, you know I hate huge spreads, especially in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But I'm taking the Patriots minus 10 against the Bengals. Well, they have all the film, so. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there is that. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I but, love that pick. I love that pick. Yeah. The, I mean, they didn't and they're mad. They they're mad. Yeah. I like the conspiracy theory that Belichick hired this independent contractor who is bad at his job to purposefully get caught. Yeah. Because, like, they don't need the, the usual Tom Brady's over the hill, dynasty's ending. They don't have anything on offense. They're just – they're going to go in there and rip Joe Mixon or someone on that offense's head off. Uh, you can say what you want. That defense is still the best in football, exactly. in my opinion. I, That's I, my I thought. really like the only. I'm trying to think of what this defense, might be a shutout. Yeah, uh, the only other couple defenses I would say that are even close. I do think the Titans' defense is better than everyone gives them credit for. Uh, but the 49ers are the only other defense that I think comes close to having that kind of completeness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so I love that pick. You're going back. We going back this year. Yeah, we'll sneak back around. Um... There's a couple I've been debating. Uh, hmm. I'm going to take the Seahawks on the road. Okay. Minus six and a half at the Panthers. I think last week was tough for them, having just fired Ron Rivera. I think their offense is starting to go dry. Mm-hmm. Seahawks got embarrassed they last did. week. And I think that's Very, like big like thing. On national television. On national television. Yeah. Against the Rams team... It's a divisional opponent. A divisional opponent. And I think the Rams are actually only a game out of the wild card, by yeah. the way. Yeah, they are. shocking. You, yeah. are, you are correct, sir. Um, but that being said, I think Russell Wilson's pissed. I think their defense is pissed off. And it's not the Legion of Boom that we used to have, but it's still solid defense. Yeah. And I think maybe they let McCaffrey have a little bit of space and they just force the passing game to... But don't you have the m- m- the antidote for McCaffrey and Bobby Wagner? That's a very good point. Who, not, yeah. again, doesn't get talked about... You, I watched that game. I mean, even when they struggled, he, he's oh. making plays everywhere. So, so that's good. I don't know if Mel's watching the... Golf. Oh, she's watching the golf. Okay. No. Watching the football. Watching the football game. So she's watching... Yeah. Jets. Sam Ficken missed a field goal to make it 7 3. Yeah. We're getting uh, live updates. Getting live updates. Live updates. From Matt's fiance. Yes. As you hear, as you hear that. No, no, no. Sixers are losing no, right no. now, too. Live updates from. I don't know how to word it. Never mind. Disregard. Disregard. Soon to be wife. Wife Soon in three wife. weeks. Yeah, no, that was, I was going to word it differently, but I couldn't I couldn't word it. Um, we'll work on that. Yeah, we'll, we'll think about vote. it. Yeah, well, how about Higgins? No. <laughs> Higgins, Higgins. Um, I do. Well, I, I got to tell you something. I think. So there seems to be a consensus that Cam Newton is going to be traded. You right? think so? People are saying that a lot. Well, what do you think? But well, I thought it was a done deal when Kyle Allen was playing well, but he hasn't played well recently. No, he is not. So if he doesn't figure it out in the next three games, Seahawks being a huge matchup for him, mm-hmm. then then their entire offseason gets sort of in disarray, and we're going to see what's going to happen because it's 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 a fascinating uh, situation. I, I think you're right though. The embarrassment. Um, yeah. 
So you took them and oh yeah, the the Patriots. The I, I want to jump to the team that they just beat. They just lost to. Excuse the me, Rams. the Rams. I am interested because the Rams have quietly put together their defense is very good. Out like coming up to the level of the Patriots mm-hmm. and and um, the 49ers and the Bills, by the way, which, which I will talk about. Yeah, I will talk about later. You might touch on. Um, might so, be my next pick. The Rams' offense has been in a crisis mode, right? Because they were built, they wanted to be built around Todd Gurley, but mm-hmm. Todd Gurley is a shell. Honest, honestly, he's a shell of himself. Yeah, I don't oh, know if he'll yeah. ever be better, and I want him to because he's a beautiful running back to watch. Mm-hmm. All the world, talent in the world, and their offensive line has struggled. So instead, they've realized that they have maybe the best three wide receivers in the league, like tandem. I mean, who else would you put up there in terms of three wideouts that are just? I mean, those guys are. Cooper Cup, Brandon Cooks is like the third one now behind Woods and Cup, mm-hmm. uh, who are just honestly fantastic. I don't know what wide receiver core, three wide receiver, not two, three, that you would consider as good as those three. I don't know. I'm looking at rosters, and I'm not sure there's a team that I think has three better, like one one through three more talent. Yeah, I don't think so. Right? I, um, I agree with you on that. I'm trying to think maybe of, maybe the 49ers when they're fully healthy. But again, a lot. And, and, and yeah, like Sam, you got Debo Samuel, yeah. you got uh, Emmanuel Sanders. But who would be the third? Um, would you go? Because Dante Pettis has, has been a disappointment. Yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, Jalen Hurts. They thought uh, Jalen Hurts. Excuse me. They thought was going to do some stuff. There's somebody else I'm missing there. Yeah, we're Michael Bourne. No, that's not what we're thinking of well, either. I'm pulling, I'm pulling uh, you might be thinking of George Kittle, but that's probably why. Yeah, I'm probably thinking of George Kittle. So again, I mean, I, I look at that wide receiving core, and I'm not sure there's a better three in all of football. Um, I think there's some other teams that thought they were going to be better, but they just didn't have the time. I mean, honestly, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Eagles thought they were going to be a top three tandem, but everyone died. Yeah. <laughs> um, I the death trap. Am going to take the Rams. Okay. The Cowboys. They're favored. Um, I think they cover because they win by like a field goal. Um, I think they're playing absolutely incredible football. But I'm basing it all off of what I've seen from this offense. And Sean McVay has found his groove as a play caller Mm -hmm. again. And there's not a lot of defenses that can stop that kind of an offense when it's humming. Tyler Higby has stepped up, the the very talented tight end there. Mm -hmm. And Gurley can still do enough as as the second part of the offense. So it's pass first, run second. Sure. Um, And you need to start watching that defense. Because Jalen Ramsey, than, yeah, it's better than I that I was giving you credit the for. Sec- the secondary reworked itself, and I'm very impressed. So I'll go to my my third pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I, by the way, I did look at another game, but I'm not going to touch it. It's 49ers Falcons. Yeah, that's a, that's a trap. And the one that's I'm, so, well, yeah, and one of the big concerns I have there is I thought about making the Falcons to cover, but uh, Calvin Ridley out. Oh yeah, on IR. So I backed off on that game. I want to go to a game that I think is is a huge playoff game. The Bills visiting the Steelers on Sunday night. Yes. Yes. I don't think Do enough it. people have given credit, one, for the Steelers and what they've put together there as a roster. I think if you hammer whatever odds Mike Tomlin has for Coach of the Year. Uh, uh, it's an inc- He's playing with a third-string quarterback. Uh, it, that being said. Third or fourth-string running back. Just hang on. I'm getting there. Uh, a wide receiver that clearly was overrated because of the loss of, of Antonio Brown. But that defense is one of my favorite to watch. It's great. I love Devin Bush. For obvious reasons, mm-hmm. um, Edmonds. You got Watt. You got D- Bud Dupree. Joe Hayden. Great defense. I am shocked by how good the Bills' defense is. Yes, and I think n- nobody is talking. They all they they re- honestly shut down the Ravens in terms of shutting down the Ravens this year. 
Um, they've got players all over the place. They've got they're hard hitting. Um, I'm blown away. Then the other big part for the Bills and why I'm taking them in this one yes. to beat the Steelers. And I don't love it because I like what the Steelers put together, but I love it because of a guy on the Bills offense that's not named Josh Allen. Devin Singletary. He's been great. Has started to find his groove. Mm-hmm. Former, I think he's a Florida A&M. Well, yeah, yes. Florida A&M. Rookie. Uh, you know, Frank Gore ahead of him. Frank Gore, all-time great. Most likely third overall rushing. Most likely Hall of Famer. Singletary started to fly around. Two-hour eagle. That's <laughs> true. Two-hour eagle. Uh, One of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Uh, very impressed. Also impressed with John Brown. Uh, which I just think is uh, out of nowhere has become. And Cole Beasley is showing up. Yeah, I was going to say Cole, Cole Beasley is. I'm not sure well. the Bills have enough with Josh Allen at quarterback right now because I've been more impressed with Josh than I expected. No, I, I like him at quarterback a lot. I think you give him a a another top, wide receiver. Yeah, like get get him a top a wide receiver that either draft one like a CD yeah. Lamb, like a guy that can make some space, like a Sterling Shepard. When we thought it, and he still could be. I mean, if he right. the Giants or if mm-hmm. the Giants built some. Another Oklahoma guy, him. by the way. Yeah, another Oklahoma guy. That's that's why I'm thinking that because they're so their games are so very similar at Oklahoma. Right. But that kind of guy that can make a lot of space. He's very good after the catch. But Josh Allen has a pretty good arm too. If he yeah. has a deep threat, if he has yeah. a Deshaun, if he has someone that that can outrun you. But if you give him a guy that can make some space, I think Allen in the way that he's able to extend plays. Mm-hmm. And very much because he's a very underrated rushing quarterback. Okay. You can really talk yes. about it. Oh, my God. Fantasy He's point. one of the best fantasy quarterbacks. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. Gobbles up points fantasy quarterback. Oh, yeah. Right. It's great. But that's my pick, too. And I, that's part of why. Gotcha. I think as good as the Steelers' defense is, I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. Yeah. I just don't trust Duck to get it done because of how inconsistent that offense has been. And I think that's the, the main difference. The Bills' offense has been inconsistent, too, although it's been but more it's, consistent of late. Right. Last week, notwithstanding, mm-hmm. you're playing the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Ravens are very good, very good yes. defense and one of the best teams in football. Well, uh, Ravens might have updates. the best three corners in football, yeah. which we don't have to touch uh, on. We'll talk about it in a later pod. I will bring it up at any time. Yeah. I'll debate. yeah. I w- what I my comment was more related to. I don't know if the Bills have what it takes this year to win oh, a Super Bowl. Oh no, no, no! I don't think they're winning the yeah. Super Bowl. But I wouldn't want to face them in the in the, in the if I'm one of the like they're look they're nine and four. They're a great team. They're probably not going to catch the catch the Patriots if I was a betting man. For the divisional crown, which means they're going to be a wild card team, and they're going to play a third or fourth seed. They might end up playing the Chiefs. They might end up playing the um, uh, whoever comes. I'd actually like a Chiefs Bills. That's a fascinating matchup. playoff game. Yeah, because really I think the Bills game. have a defense built to stop any quarterback. Yeah, they play the Texans today, which I would take the Bills over the Texans. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, without without missing a beat, the Texans have really yeah. faded for me, and I don't know what's going on with them because you know the talent there. You know, what I think it is. The coaching staff. Yeah. Well, I, I don't want to. I don't want to crush that it's game because it might yeah. come up later. So let's go to your th- third pick. Yeah, I w- that's that Texans Titans game is intriguing, mm-hmm. but I'm staying away from it. I think the Titans at home are very good, and I wouldn't be surprised to see them win by two touchdowns, especially with how inconsistent their offense has been, which is sad. Because a couple weeks ago we were anointing them as a great team, they beat I, Patriots mm-hmm. and all this stuff, mm-hmm. and but the Titans at home are a good football team, and their defense, it's like the entire crowd is just batting balls for them. I don't know what it is. But I'm going to stay away from that game. We might talk about it, like you said. Um, a lot of other lines are kind of weird in this one. I'm going to go, though, kind of an out-of-the-box pick. I love it. Let's go. I'm going to go Raiders 6.5 against the Jags. Ooh, I want to hear what you're thinking here. Because the black hole, you mm-hmm. saw kind of a dud week. 
out of it last last week. And I don't know. The Jags' defense, we talked about it a lot. Their defense is not what it used to be. What Their happened? offense is nowhere to be found. And I think that's the difference maker here. On the road, I don't think Jacksonville shows up. And it's only it's a touchdown. It's a very large line. So I can see the the Raiders winning this thing by like four points. Yeah. But that's what concerns me. So I might, you know, it might be a good teaser add-on. Yeah. You know, if you want to take my picks and tease them. Last week I went almost had the full thing on the teaser. Not a big deal. But um, yeah, I just that Jag it's more about the Jaguars not being good on the road and falling off the face of the earth the yeah. last couple weeks. So maybe they have a come to Jesus moment and they have this great game. But the black hole I th- they only have a couple more. Th- th- actually, this is the last game. They're five and two at home. This is their last game yeah. at the Coliseum. I think it's never mind. I it's about the last game of the Coliseum. This should be a ten point line. Right, right. They're going to come I out in think droves. The Josh Jacobs injury is what's keeping that's a good Vegas point. It, it just that's a good point. not not big. Is there a team that's more uh, other than the Redskins because we know what what they are? Um, but is there a team that's more adrift than the Jaguars? Yeah. Two years ago, they led by 10 points in the fourth quarter against the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and now they have no offensive identity. Their defense is regressing to the point of, of honestly, shock and awe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a very... And, and I think the other big problem with Jacksonville is their uncertain future. Because their owner is an international man, there have been con- there have been discussions about them going to London. Yep, and and it's not a huge football market. Like Jacksonville is, is probably one of the smaller. I think it is one of the smaller cities. It's kind of a weird. It's weird that there's been a football team in Jacksonville for yeah, 25 years. Yeah. I, I think at this point, I'm going to be upfront. Gardner Minshew is not the answer. Nick Foles could be, but they need to rebuild the offense around his strengths. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Leonard Fournette, who I don't think you want to get rid of. Because I think he's Derrick Henry like, which and Derrick Henry. You need a second running back. But you, you don't run Leonard Fournette out of a read option, right? No, God knows. Um, it's, it's the Eagles Chip Kelly offense yeah. with tomorrow with. Uh, they need to fire Doug Marone. Think so. And they need to clean house and some of the upper management. Do you think he just needs to go back to being a defensive coordinator? Yes. Yeah. They need to get an offensive mind there because there are weapons. Yeah. DJ Chark's blowing up. D.D. Westbrook can play. Yep. You've got a decent offensive line and a thumper running back. Mm-hmm. If you can make that work with Nick Foles and then figure what's going on. The defense has got well, had some attrition problems too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a team that, that I think is going to be at a crossroads this offseason between a rebuild and a, re, and a rearmament. They're going to be an interesting team to follow come draft time. Yes, I agree. No. I agree. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I don't want to harp too much. We, we'll have these discussions as we move forward. What, what is your Fourth pick in this case. Uh, so I had the Bills, and then I, okay. I piggyback on you with the Bills, and then I went to Oakland. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, well then I'll jump. I get two in a row. Hey, your last two. There's so many good games. I look around like like some of the games I want to. I'm not going to pick this one, but I want to watch Bucks Lions. Yeah, they're that, playing for nothing. There's right. That's the the ultimate play for nothing. Two franchises that have, and yet the Bucks have won six games. And you look at yourself and go... Jameis Winston has 4,100 passing oh, yards. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. No, no. it's incredible. I, I, um, what, that, so that layout. Um, and... I've been staring at that Titans-Texans game. You gotta do it. You gotta do it? I think I'm gonna touch it. Now, I, I wanna... I wanna... The over being 50 is just saying, come on. 
Come on, Degenerate. Come on. Come because here. Come here, boy. It's Nashville. Come on. I have on. been so impressed with the Titans so far. Oh, yeah. They look great. Uh, I think Mike Vrabel does not it get it. incredible, actually. Mike Vrabel Oakland. does not get enough credit for what he's put together in terms of a sound football team that plays both sides of the ball strong. Derrick Henry is a monster. Yep. No one's talking about the fact that it's not Corey Davis, but A.J. Brown, the mm-hmm. rookie old Miss guy who is just playing. How many touchdowns did he last week? Two? Say again, how many what? He had two touchdowns. That's what like, two, and almost 200 yards. Yeah. But he had a huge game. He's all over the field. He and, him and DK Metcalf played together at Ole Miss, which people don't know. Uh, and that defense plays Mike Vrabel football. Like, they're just tough, nasty, in your face. I just assumed DK Metcalf went to a college that was just a gym. Oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. true. No. But, yeah. He just got a degree from doing yeah. 10 bench presses. Um, I just... No, I can't touch it because I have another feeling that Deshaun Watson and the Texans are going to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, th- that's why I'm staying so away I'm from it. Because, like, Tennessee's a really good home yeah, team. Yeah. But Deshaun Watson, same thing we just said about about the uh, the I was about to say the Ravens about the Seahawks. Yeah. It's the same thing. Deshaun gonna, Watson I'm, could just be like, yeah. I think See ya. I think instead I want to go upset special for you. Ooh. All right. Talk to me. It's 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 barely an upset because the line is is only one and a half. But I think. The Chargers are going to beat the Vikings this week. I almost went with this. I'm not. I'm not. Phillip Rivers showed up last week. Yes. And yes. if you watch the Chargers, you know that they're one competent go quarterback Chargers, away. Go. Their offensive skill position is obscenely loaded. Oh, right? yeah. Hunter Henry is the best tight end you're not talking about. Keenan Allen is a top five wide receiver in the NFL. I'm yep. just going to say it. Like, oh, yeah. like, he's a less, for some reason, he's Michael Thomas. Like, he just goes out and catches a ton of balls. Mike Williams has shown up for them. Austin Eckler is the best number two back in the league. And Melvin Gordon's running like a horse. And Has their defense just been that bad? So n- the majority of their issues have been Phillip Rivers. Like, he, he's looked How old. How many interceptions does he have? He uh, has 3,700 passing 15 yards. interceptions. 22 oh. days, 15 interceptions. Yeah, all right. Now I'm just looking at the players to watch yeah, tab. So no, I don't no, have I get all that. The stat. That's so, what I was the bigger defense. problem with them has been the injuries to the defense. No, but I believe Derwin James, who's to me the, my favorite up and coming defender in the league, mm-hmm. is back. Ooh. I think the Vikings Ooh. have some some concerns, and they went on a hot streak, and they've kind of not faded, but they're nine and four. Um, they need this game, but I just think the Chargers and Phillip Rivers are a proud team, and I love the skill they're bringing out of both sides of the ball now. I, I think a big big thing of this. We kind of mentioned with the Raiders, the reverse of that. It's their last away game. They've had their last two games at home. One against the Hungry Bears team who's looking to try to claw their way back in. Right. Um, I don't know. This might be a trap game for the Vikings. That's kind of what I'm thinking. That that's they're, maybe they're that's thinking why we, I've thought so strongly about it. Home. Yeah. I'm trying to see. Do they have an opportunity to clinch a playoff spot? Uh, no, they don't. No, they don't. Because, of how, because of how crazy but that is. But I think Rivers. That NL, that, uh, NFC, not NL yeah. Central. Uh, it's not even the Central, it's the North. Um, but how crazy that division is. They are in a wild card spot now. I think, though, if Ooh, they Vikings? lose... Yeah. They're they one up the on Rams the Rams. Win, would the Rams... Do the Rams have the tiebreaker? I don't know a comment. They play? I have to take a look. They might have. If So the Vikings lose and the Rams win, they'd both be 7-3 and three in, the, in the NFC, which I know is the next one. So then there would have to be common opponents somewhere involved in. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I still think the Vikings yeah. have a have a better opportunity to make it. Let's see. I'm checking right now to yeah, see if so they, they play. They play the pack. It's the Packers on Monday night football. No, the, the Rams didn't play the Vikings. next week, and then the Bears on Week 17, which is the opportunity if the Bears are right in it, which the Bears need some help. 
They I, they actually, I think they, they need the Vikings to lose. But if they do, and this becomes a Bears-Vikings for that last spot, that could be the flex Sunday Night Football Week 17 special. Mm-hmm. Which, that's, that's asking a lot of Mitch Trubisky. We can, if we want to touch on right. the Bears, which maybe that's just a what games did we miss type of conversation to that Bears-Packers well, game. Unless that's one of your picks. Yeah, no, no, no. I want to point out, here's what's interesting. So we'll just talk talk Vikings-Rams real quick as a scenario. Vikings play at the Chargers. Then they have a home game against against, Monday Night Football against the Packers. And then they play the Bears. So that's a tough three games. The Rams Rams have two tough ones in a row. Yep. But then they play play the 49ers after this week. But then they play the Cardinals, which you think would be a win. So that, that... Schedule kind of favors the Rams if they can win, mm-hmm. win out, and the Vikings can lose one. Sure. Uh, and did you, did you tell me who the Bears are playing the rest of the way? Uh, the Bears play the Packers this weekend. Right, which is a tough matchup. I think Very they play difficult. the Lions week 16, and then they play the Vikings week 17. Oh, no. They, they play, play week the 16? Chiefs at home, but they play the Chiefs Ooh. week 16. Ooh. On Monday Ooh. night football? Wait. No, it's Sunday night. It must be Sunday yeah, night. Yeah, it has to be Sunday night football. No, the, the 22nd they play. Yeah, that's a Sunday. That's Sunday okay, night football. Okay, Sunday night football. Gotcha. Um, Still, though, hey, that's, that's a hell of a matchup Sunday night. So I think the season schedules favor the Rams. Yeah, Because so of the too. Cardinals game. That being said, I, the Vikings still in the driver's seat. Um, so you're taking the Chargers here, though. Chargers I'm taking the Chargers up to the Vikings and make things very interesting. Also, is Adam Thielen healthy? That's a fair question. affects that whole offense. He's in and out. Dalvin Cook's great. Stefan Diggs has his moments, but... Um, I think I we've been talking for a while. I think I get another pick, don't I? You do. Your last pick. La- one last thing, though. Go ahead, go. On sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think Kirk Cousins is on his way down. Dalvin Cook is the big X factor, especially you mentioned their defense. Dalvin Cook is as good as he gets. We're in for like a Philip Rivers, un- like a huge blow up game. And if it turns into some sort of, I got my bolo tie, I'm on the shootout, boom, 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 boom. I don't know if the Vikings can can keep up with that, especially if Thielen's out. That's where I really like your pick coming into play. It's right. not one of my picks. It's not my last pick. Right. But I like that a lot. So let me ask you, because I'm between two games, and I'd rather not pick over you just because it's fun. Okay. So I'm between the Broncos-Chiefs game and the Colts-Saints game. Either I have one. neither of those. Okay. Mine is uh, very – we might be really digging digging uh, in a completely separate pond of dig, mine. Dig the ditch. Oh, yeah. So you got the Broncos visiting the Chiefs. I don't know what Chiefs. that phrase was, digging a separate pond. Nine and a half, nine and a half line. You got the Colts at the Saints tonight. Some big line. ass lines this week. I know, and I can't figure out which one intrigues me more. And I look at the two and I say, okay, give me an X factor for both teams, for the underdogs. And the underdog X factor that really is fascinating to me is the Broncos, Drew Locke, mm-hmm. who has played unreal football. He's looked great. And this is a Broncos team with actual talent on the offense. When you think of Cortland Sutton, who is uh, blown up like a, D- like a DJ Shark. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Hamilton's out there. You've got Philip Lindsay, Deshaun Hamilton, Royce Freeman. Um, I was just saying his name. That's fine. They've shown up pretty well. You like the defense has struggled, but they've still got talent. You know, you still have people forget that Nick uh, Bradley Chubb got hurt for the whole year for yep. them. I mean, that's a huge loss. Um, and the Chiefs come off a really rousing victory last week. They still have some problems. And I think the one concern I have for the Chiefs is, is their offense, is their defense that improved, or do they just show up against a bad Patriots offense? Um, it's a divisional game. It's in Arrowhead, though, in December. 
But I still think the Broncos, I don't think they win. I think they cover and they make this really close. I think the Broncos are the best bad football team in the NFL. They're not going anywhere, but you don't want to play them because they just have talent on both sides of the ball. So I'm taking the Broncos to cover the spread, the 9.5-point spread against the Chiefs, even though it's on the road. Might Maybe is there an upset? I don't know if Drew Locke, Drew Locke has enough magic, but if Patrick Mahomes has any issues with his hand, then I'm in on the Broncos. Like, okay. like has he limped around in that Patriots game? He did. And they Patriots almost came back. In fact, the Patriots were a drop in the end zone and a bad-blown call from winning that football game, mm-hmm. which people forget. Mm-hmm. That's the NFL, right? One play dictates how people feel about teams yes, for the rest of the week. So I'm taking the Broncos to get close in cover but not to win. I love that game, and I hope I can find a way to at least see some red zone of it if possible. Now, you mentioned, I mean, you mentioned divisional game, large spread. That's smart. It's a yeah. smart pick. My final game. We're really going out there. I almost went. Oh, I think I know what you're touch the Dolphins Giants game. I I think it's the other one, but go on. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about, but I I it's the other game. Four oh five, State Farm Stadium. Did not know State Farm. I didn't know that either. The other one I was going to mention that I didn't know. I didn't realize the Coliseum's no longer ODOT Coats. Ring Central. What the oh, fuck is that? Uh, Browns. Visiting the Cardinals. What a wild game. What a wild game. I love it. I love it. I, I think it's it. a fascinating... Oh, it was University of Phoenix Stadium, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, that's yeah what it was before, forever. right? Yeah. Um, Give me your breakdown of this game. This is a great game. So, great Browns fun. defense. It's a fun game. Yeah. It's a great Browns defense. And that's really it. We don't know what we're getting out of Baker Mayfield. Apparently, Jarvis Landry's saying that Odell does want to stay in Cleveland. Jarvis Landry's five yards away for 1,000 yards. He is. No Nick Chubb's having a great season. Cremonts look good. Chubbles has 1,300 yards yeah. rushing. Cremonts look good. The Cardinals, defense terrible. We don't really need to talk about them. Which, which, but, but, it shouldn't what, be terrible. I know. It should like, be. Think about it. Jordan Hicks has played great for them. Yeah. Chandler Jones, Terrell Suggs, um, Patrick Peterson. But, I mean, that, that should be a better defense mm-hmm. on paper. So something's wrong there. But continue. I don't want to cut you off. Kyler Murray is a huge X factor in this. I gotta tell you something. You have no idea what he's gonna do in any, any given play. Exactly. Because sometimes he looks like a chicken with his head cut off. And yep. other times he looks like an absolute like like gopher. Like he's yeah. he's just moving and shaking. What makes a difference for me and why I'm taking the Browns? Spoiler alert, is that I don't really know what I'm, what I'm getting out of him, and I don't know who's gonna get it done with the rest of that offense. Right. Who? Who? Does alert? Is David Johnson MIA? Yeah. Like he's not around. Uh, He's Kenyon done. Drake's been fine. David Johnson is done. Yeah. Like he's done. Yeah. He's out. He was a top ten pick minimum in your fantasy draft. I took him fourth or fifth in our league. Yeah. And and by the way, I liked a lot of what I was seeing. Yeah. Done. I legitimately thought he was going to get like a bunch of catches. I was about to throw yeah. out a number that would not have made sense yeah. for a running back like because of how bad their offensive line one is. One year. I thought the Sa- I thought Saquon two but it's an older running back, but a rookie quarterback. Um, but I don't care what I see. If we get an inconsistent Baker game, if we get Odell not being Odell, you know, he had his first catch in what eight weeks. And they're last talking Sunday. about his injury, and, and I'm and and then shut him down. Yeah, you have like, David Njoku back. You have a lot of different factors on this Browns team that the reason that are the reason why the hype was there. Right. And I think they've started to all right, we didn't live up to the hype, but we're still good. We're so, we're a solid squad. It's very similar to last year with less pizzazz. Yeah. Right? Well, that's a really good point. Yeah. I mean, they're fighting for a 7 and 7 spot. Yeah. They are I believe officially out. Yeah, they are officially out. Yeah. Um No, they're they're still alive actually. Well, they're yeah. in the hunt. 
uh, but effectively out. Um, <clears throat> the Broncos are still how the oh because I think they were out they went out and a couple of teams lose. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they're probably think, I mean, think, think about it. Yeah, the, the Steelers are eight and five, so right. the Steelers lose. Yeah, all right, I got. Because most divisions, the only division that's really up for grabs, quote unquote, is the South. Yeah. Uh, yes, the Bills, but the South. Yeah, so I'm taking Cleveland minus one and a half. I just think that unless you get the the, the superfecta of all of those offensive for weapons. The Cardinals, right. Oh, for the Browns. For the Browns yeah, playing right. bad. And the reverse for the Cardinals. Just hand the ball off. Yeah, just hand the Baker, ball off. Baker, just hand it off. Yeah, that's all you need to do. Or or play or action or play yeah. action or bubble screens to Jarvis. Yep. Like, yep. No one else exists on that offense but Chubb and Jarvis. Although I, I, you're right, Kareem Hudson playing great. I, I got yeah. it. But Chubb looks like the apps. That offense should be built around Nick Chubb. It should and be. not Baker. Yeah, it I'm not a Baker guy. I've tried, and I'm not saying he's bad. I just he gets the job done. I think he's fine. I just think he thinks he's more athletic than he is. I think that he just needs to continue to get adjusted to the to the NFC North or the AFC North. I think that's what he yeah. he needs to play like an he needs to play AFC North football and not if he was in the AFC South and running around like that. If he was if he was on the Jaguars, right? And he's that quarterback. The only team he's really run into trouble against is the Houston Texans, right? And that's really it. But he's playing against the Steelers. He's playing against the Ravens. He gets the Bengals to make himself feel good. Yeah, but that's really it. All right. And they're a huge disappointment this year, and yeah. and it's worse than normal Browns years because they were thought to be good. Mm-hmm. But we talked, and I made it clear that I thought the Steelers were the best team in the division. Wrong on the Ravens, um, and I'll admit to that 100%. But um, I thought the Browns needed a couple years to gel. Mm-hmm. They got to draft an offensive lineman. Yeah, the positive for the Browns, if they can keep it all together, they're really not losing a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Like, their guys are coming back. Mm-hmm. You draft an offensive lineman or two. You, you, you shore up a, a few defensive things because I really do like their defense. Um, and I think Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams are great corners. They've got pass rushers. Miles mm-hmm. Garrett should be back. Mm-hmm. As long as he's his head on straight, he's one of the best pass rushers in football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, great game to watch. Could be a lot of fun, depending on what like Kyler Murray does. To your point, what is Kyler Murray going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Fascinating. That's the biggest X factor of it. That's why I like that it's only two and a half. Yeah. I think this is something. That the the Browns just had a good win, albeit against the Bengals last week. But the Cardinals, when was the last good game they put on on paper? That they were close with the Steelers? Is that why you yeah, have it at two and a half? Yeah, and I don't want the Cardinals to be worried. Like, if I'm a Cardinals fan, I'm yeah. happy. I'm, um, but what I'm trying to rationalize is why okay. is it only two and a half? It was like, is it because they, played, they only lost by less than a touchdown to the Steelers last week and... You know, the Browns play the Steelers tight. Is that where the, is that where Vegas is coming from? I think Vegas is struggling. To, I think the Kyler Murray factory is a struggle for yeah. them. I they're think they him feel a lot like more. Kyler, he's their leading rusher. Yeah, almost yeah. seven yards. But I think they feel like Kyler at any point in time could could. It's it's, it's on the road. So, mm-hmm. but, but I think they feel like Kyler can do either or. You know, kind of situation. Um, and I and honestly, I feel like they think Baker can make a mistake. Mm-hmm. I mean, mistakes. And I think. Murray will, but I think they think Baker could make mistakes. I don't know. It's just it's a fascinating line, and it's a weird. But to your point, it's kind. Of, I mean, it's kind of a weird line. But they're. I mean, the Cardinals are only letting up twenty points a game. They actually have a better points per game than the the Browns. Yeah. It's no, a, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's points per game. They yeah. score. They do give up about 28 points a game, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot. So I, I digress. That's my fault. My no, fault. you're good. You're good. Um, 
Yeah, no, it's fascinating. I just again, I think I think the Cardinals are an enigma week in and week out because there is talent. You know, Christian Kirk look, has looked very good for them. Um, you do like Kenyon Drake, but there's a lot of it's concerns. just I, there's a lot that needs to to there are a lot of dots to connect to make this whole thing work. In in where I'm thinking. I think that what Cliff Kingsbury started to build is great. Yeah. I think that in a couple Let of years... Let him go. If I'm the Cardinals owner, right, go, go on. Yeah, go on. Yeah. yeah. Let him keep building because mm-hmm. I think it's not going to be next year, especially with where the 49ers are, especially where the Seahawks are. I think the Rams might be in a weird spot, yeah, although their defense is good. Yeah. But give them... Give Kyler Murray like his fifth or sixth year in the league. You'll start and, to see some real results. Yeah, you're going to start to see we'll some put a real, stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason they traded for Kenyon Drake. Yeah. And because of their, they, they're trying to find what fits for that offense. Exactly. Let, let Cliff have his due offensively before you make a real decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. It's a great spot to be in, by the way, if you're if you're a fan of an NFL team that's losing. The Cardinals are a good team to lose. Oh, yeah. Let them get, they're going to get like Chase Young or something. They're going to have a great. Oh, yeah. They're going to have a high draft pick. Yeah, and then they, they go at Seahawks, at Rams, close the year. So it's highly possible. They lose out. They lose out. They they're 13, 12, and 1. Yeah. And they're and they're they're right there with the Bengals, they're Dolphins, three, and Giants for the top three pick. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Bengals. I mean, the Bengals, I think. Would you they trade? can't clinch Let unless me tell you the their Giants biggest mistake. They should have traded Patrick Peterson for a first-round pick. Probably. They should still do it. Like, yeah. if the Eagles call, yeah, sure. Yeah. On go. draft day? Yeah. yeah, let's go. Or March, whatever. He's, he's out of there. He's out of there. Right. Chandler Jones is a guy you trade. Yeah. I mean... You know, give me a first round, get three first rounders. You know, what I'm saying? still wild. The Patriots traded in there, and he's but he's been good there. He's been good. That's the thing. It's but, like normally it's the Belichick calls. Right, don't one, answer. one of the few guys that has performed well. Yeah, out of the out of the out of the Patriots. Yeah, it's been second and goal for three snaps. It's been offsides every time, and they're screaming in each other's faces. Wow, I don't even know what team she's talking like, about. What team, babe? Let's see. The Ravens are about. To the Ravens are in the red zone. And what Melanie is telling us is that they they continue to make offense. It's no, offsides. offsides in the Jets. Offsides and encroachment, it looks like. It's second and goal on the one. Yeah. Classic. I mean, that's... Would be interesting to see why they're mad because there is a possibility it's something to do with the with the way the, the, you know Lamar's saying something or doing something. Who scored for the Jets? Jamison Crowder. Yes. The Dookie. Who did you... Somebody? No, you played Robbie Anderson. I did. Yeah. yeah. Jamison Crowder cost me a point one fantasy loss this year. I'm seeing thir- I'm seeing thirteen three on ESPN, Mel. Yeah, I'm seeing that on TV too. I missed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it happens. But um, a lot of really like we're this is it. Yeah, we're, we missed three, some games. Three. But, well, we don't. Oh, we talked about most games. I think the only games we didn't touch on was Giants Dolphins, which cool. And we didn't talk about the Monday night game. You're right. We didn't. We skipped over that because oh well, we them. actually didn't talk about Bears Packers. Yeah, we didn't. Which is a huge game. It's a huge both game teams. for both teams. Both teams. Packers. Aaron Rodgers need to make a statement. I mean, he's struggled, and I think he, the weapons around him aren't as good as yeah, they've ever been. He's had, he's had a couple weird weeks against the NFC East. He needs to pick it up. Which and is, this is a big strange to mm-hmm, see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the reason we didn't talk about the Dolphins and the Jets is because Giants is because no one cares. Nobody cares. Um, That's a if the Giants win, it, yeah. I think it. It would clinch. I think this Colts game, a Saints Monday night, is a last gap for the Colts. So if the Colts don't win, they're out. I mean, they have eight losses, right? Yeah. You've got the you, well, the, the Jaguars are below them, but you got the Texans and, and Titans with five each. Mm-hmm. It's a must-win game for the uh, for the Colts on Monday night. And I don't know if they can get it done yeah, against a great to, Saints uh, team on the road. I mean, they win, the Texans lose. They're a game back. So, who 
who knows at that point? You know, you thought they were gonna, gonna yeah. be right there. And we and the Colts have look, the Colts have uh, played really, really good football when you think of it with the Andrew Luck situation. They and they've also fought some really tough injuries with Marlon Mack. We've talked mm-hmm. about uh, T. Y. Hilton has been in and out of line of injured for weeks, weeks, which is a big deal. And there's a number of that other defensive players that have been injured for them. Guy you want to watch for the Colts, by the way, Rock Yasin former Temple cornerback who has played fantastic football for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you love everything on that Colts roster. You're just not sure if Jacoby Brissett is the answer. I'm not sure he is. They're an adamant they're an adamant thought process of a Cam Newton trade. Yeah. Are they a Cam Newton yeah, actually, that's a really good point. from being a really good team? Yeah. Ooh, because they're not in line to draft a good quarterback. I think they're probably more do likely... They have, do they have assets to... To trade up? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. What you might consider doing is keeping Brissett and drafting a developmental guy, and like like a Jordan Love of Utah State. Mm. Um, we'll get into that in a later pod. There's a lot of quarterbacks that I'm aware yeah. of that I think could be good fits as developmental prospects. Um, in the well, second, after the wedding. Second, third, fourth round. Yeah. Yes, that's a good point. Um, that I think the Colts could take a bone on and, and figure out if it works. Yeah. But I think them considering giving up a first-round pick if they feel like Cam Newton is healthy. Yeah, yeah. Um, if they feel like Jacoby Brissett's definitely not the answer, you take a flyer and like a Marcus Mariota. That's not a bad idea. Because right. he's somewhat he's more runny Andrew Luck. Right. Not as great of a passer. We thought he was going to be the whole deal. I yeah. loved Mariota out of college. That was going to be a great quarterback. He had some moments of brilliance. I mean, they made the playoffs with him. Remember he had the, the crazy pass to himself a couple years yes, ago? Yes, yep. Yep, he just has had I mean, and, and no one no one talks poorly. But the difference between him and Jameis Winston is Winston there is issues with his football IQ. There's concerns, I shouldn't say, because I'm not in the I'm not in the room, mm-hmm. right? Um, his, his decision making has been a struggle. He's too aggressive. Mariota has been injury prone and maybe a little too conservative at times, which okay. might be a a process of that Titans offense. But anyway, we, I digress. We, we're good. we're getting into some deep stuff. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're planning. I'm yeah, sorry. In the weeds, it's fine. Uh, no, anything sorry. else before we wrap this thing up? Um, it's only three weeks left. I know. Isn't that weird to think about? It's crazy to think about. Like, three weeks left and a ton of things to decide. Do you believe that the Eagles or Cowboys, or theoretically still the Redskins, technically? No. Uh, that, like let's let like let's just have a two second. Discussion. No, the Redskins I think are done. I think okay. they're officially. Right. Out. They were close. They had an opportunity. Yeah, they had. An but opportunity. Their I loss think, might have knocked them I out. Think the, yeah, I think the Eagles winning okay. knocked okay. out the Redskins. So we kind of touched on this. I just want your just. We're going to talk about it more in a later pod. But do you think it's good? It's the right thing to do that a potentially seven and nine team or eight and eight team is going to make the playoffs, aka the NFC East. And leave out a Rams team or a Bears team. Um, I do. So for, you think the right thing is is not one through baseball right, have the right playoffs? They've great playoffs. Do you, well, and you well, like baseball's wild card enhancement, correct? Do you like the playing game or not? I still think it should be like a best of three. Okay, all right. Uh, no, that, but yeah, I like, but the, like the premise. Like the premise. I like the division winners get a bye, mm-hmm. and there's that. There's some. There's a factor of winning your division that matters. Gotcha. gotcha. And the reason why, the building out of my football point, yeah. is that you play six of your sixteen games against your division in football. The you have played them the most. That is where your record is developed from. Right. I get it that the Eagles could be an eight and eight division winner, especially 
If they win this weekend, then they beat the Cowboys, or they beat this weekend, they they beat the Redskins this weekend. We didn't even talk, or no, we talked about that game a little bit. Um, and the Cowboys lose, and the Eagles beat the Cowboys. They just they're locked into the four seed. They're, they don't have nothing to play for. They just sit everybody, and maybe they lose to Eli Manning. Eli Manning has one last swan song in Week 17. They're eight and eight. But six of those games, including one game that didn't matter, were against your division. That's part. A, that's part of it too. Is that with football, it's smart to sit players. You know, people get pissed off that basketball does it all the time. Yeah. That's throughout the season. But, but again, there's analytics, a smart, analytics show, but there's I'm a not smart, there's a There's a reason, not even just analytics, there's a logical reason to right, sit people. Right, to sit people, right. Like, and you can say, I'm a huge Michael Jordan guy. He played, you know, Allen Iverson played all of his minutes and all this stuff. And, you know, they're Hall of Fame guys and all this stuff. But, you know, there's people are being smarter about it now. Right. This is a, the age of CTE and right. learning that there's life after – X, Y, Z, sport, right. football, basketball, mm-hmm. hockey, baseball. Oh, and by the way, there's a chance that if they had rested Michael Jordan and Allen Iverson, yeah. I'm not an AI guy, but I'll say it. I know you're not an AI guy. They might have had even better careers, yeah. scored more points, and played better minutes. So your argument is Michael somewhat- Jordan played, had to win only when, this is an argument for Michael Jordan and anti-LeBron. Michael Jordan had to win only one last game in the first round. He, put, he had to play less games than LeBron did. Right, right. Because that's what the NBA did. right. Then the NBA got tired that the, in the post-Jordan era that one seeds were getting upset, so they made it seven game, which I think is right. I think, me too, me too. But the, the NBA, yeah. you know, they, they were they didn't out. like the upsets. Yeah. But d- that being said, back to the the whole point. Yeah. So the, you don't you don't think it should just be the top six teams or uh, sorry, I'm right, six teams in in the conference. No. It should be the divisions, right? It should be the divisions, gotcha. just, and they get a home game. Right. It's. I mean, I get why. Like. And I understand, and I think the hockey and, and basketball playoffs should be one to sixteen. Forget the conferences because they want to have everybody go to every stadium. They should just forget the conferences. And maybe you have the scheduling the same, so the Flyers and Penguins play four or five times, which I think it's that's stupid for one. Right, because I want to see the rivals, right? That your divisional that your divisional rivals, and maybe we're just spoiled because we have the Penguins, the Devils, the Rangers, the Islanders to yeah. a certain extent, the Capitals to a certain extent, versus like. A Ducks fan. They, they have the have Kings, a, right. the Sharks, right. the Coyotes. Yeah. The Coyotes who are moving to the Central Division when Seattle gets added to the league. Um, maybe that's just it. But yeah. my, I'm off track. You're fine. I just think it should be one to sixteen because they play a more they play the more full league balanced schedule. Yeah. Whereas baseball, baseball for one is perfect the way it is because of the divisional imbalance and you don't even play the American League, so you should not be seated. Against the or the Phillies don't. That's why I said you don't. That you shouldn't have any sort of seating against the other conference, and that's the same thing with football. Is that it should be separated by right. conference because right. you only play four teams in the other conference. Right. You right. can't. Yeah. That's college football playoff levels of tinfoil do, crazy. Do you think the 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 reason for your thoughts? So I, I feel like there's very strong. It's football. hard. For, it's hard for me to not sound biased because the Eagles are in the position to do that. But I was fine when the Saints had it at seven and nine, and the Eagles the missed out the playoffs, or, right? Um, no, it wasn't the Saints. The Seahawks. Uh, it was the Panthers when the Eagles missed the playoffs. Okay. Um, I was saying the Saints. The Saints lost to the seven and nine Seahawks with the Beast Quake. Um, yes. <laughs> and then the seven. Then, shop, a home then the seven, eight, and one Panthers ding out the ten and the ten, 10 and six, six Eagles. Eagles right. I'm fine with that because right. we didn't play the we didn't play the Bucks twice. We didn't play the Falcons twice. Right. We didn't play the Saints twice. We didn't play the Panthers twice. Right. We played, you know, we played the Cowboys, yeah. Gi- Giants, and Redskins, and you know what? It stinks, but that's just yeah. how it is. Do you think it's a northeastern biased when it comes to our thoughts on divisional opponents? What I mean by that is, 
we'll that go, it's we'll, older. Well, we'll take Philly for example. We have a rivalry against all three NFC's teams. We 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 utterly despise. Do you, do you consider the, the Redskins? Well, rival? I mean, maybe back in the day. Okay, <laughs> so we have a rivalry against two NFC's teams. Okay, for the Eagles, the Flyers. No. We hate the Devils, the Rangers, and the Penguins more than any other teams. But we, no. and, and right, and then the Phillies. We the Braves, the, the Braves, the Mets, the Mets. We don't like them at all. We, we really, I, and I hate the Yankees in, because they're a New York team. I'm right? indifferent to the Nationals winning a World Series. Me too. Series. Me too. I like good. For I you wanted that to. You I won. wanted to hate it, but I good couldn't. for you that you won. And then well, even, I also, like, even the I thought Sixers. It was hilarious though. that the the Islanders got further than the than the Maple Leafs. So I right. can't be and the John Tavares right. moving. That's right. what it is for those that right. don't know. So I can't be sitting here and biasly be like, oh yeah, fuck the Nationals. Good for you. Yeah. You got over the guy leaving. I think what I'm what I'm saying is so like a lot of people that clamor for these different like playoff seedings, their team, their team, especially Western teams, to more more of an extent, mm-hmm. don't have the same as, uh, other than football, don't have the same natural rivalries that I think, especially hockey. Yeah. Um, Greg is someone that that also wants format change. Okay, I'm f- I go back and forth with the NHL playoffs. Greg's really pissed off about it just because of how he's had to play a the. The Bruins have had to play the the Maple Leafs. Oh my god, I feel the, so bad for Greg. Uh, well, a Bruins fan. Well, the, oh my yeah, god, how tough is that? The last that? couple times they've had, oh they're, god, where they've this, been top three. Yeah. The Bruins were the, th- were the third highest points. The Maple yeah. Leafs were fourth. Yeah, I see which a Red is, Sox fan. How hard is that? No. Greg's had it very easy. And like, oh my it. god, what about the Celtics? Yeah. Oh my god, what about the Patriots? How does he live with himself? I mean, the Celtics have. I don't want to talk too much shit on the Celtics. I think they're beating the Sixers. Let's just let it go. Yeah, no, no, bring it up. No, bring it up. No, it's yeah, early. They're, they're up six at halftime. <laughs> I don't want to talk shit on the Celtics. But no, but that's fair. That is actually fair that there's something of West Coast. Because what brought this up for the little inside baseball for the viewers, we are talking about this over dinner that the Broncos head coach talked about this. He wants it to be you play every team in your conference, and that's how you determine just one to six. You just forget divisions – there are there's no more yeah. NFC East. It's just NFC, and they. I hate it. I, yeah. I'm sorry when you say it out loud. Yeah, there's no divisions. It's just NFC. Now, if you said that in basketball, I'm fine with that in basketball or and in hockey. Hockey, I'm totally. I don't like I'm, it in baseball. Whatever. But baseball and football, the the yeah. conferences are life to me. They're the lifeblood yeah. of what I do. Well, it's also I think there's also the fact, kind of going back to your question of whether or not it's Northeast or if it's the world. Um, remember when the NHL All-Star game was North America versus the world? Really random sidebar. But because of the fact that both of those sports started as the National League of Baseball, National Baseball League, and American Baseball League, and there was another, the American Association of Baseball that folded, and then it was the NFL and the AFL, and then they merged four Super Bowls in. First three Super Bowls was just, the first one was even the World Football Championship or something. Right, right. Someone called it the Super Bowl, and it's stuck. The fact that that's a thing, you can't, and this might sound old man yells at cloud, but like there's th- that tradition to it of the Rose Bowl being Big Ten, Pac-10, which I like, although I have my opinions on when the college football playoffs should actually start, and it's not in January. It should be in December. That being said. Different pod. Maybe. Different pod. That being said, in baseball, in baseball and football, the NFL, AFL, NL, it's still the American League and the National League. It's called interleague play. Right. Which I think it should be NFL and AFL, and it's just like major league football or something, or pro- professional football. American Professional American football. Good luck, re- good luck rebranding that. Yeah, yeah whatever. 
The no fun league is, is the reason why I will never right. change. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> right. yeah. uh, but that's why you keep it. Yeah. And yeah. I think unless you do that that form, which that's probably us being biased of hating the Cowboys, hating the Giants, whatever to the Redskins, that you don't want to lose that. Maybe a, well, actually the Bear the NFC North doesn't. The NFC South might, but I know Falcons fans aren't particularly they don't like the Saints. There's that rivalry. Some of those rivalries are growing. Yeah. Right? And in in the, in the NFC West, I mean the the 49ers and the Seahawks, there's not gotten that's and yeah, it's it's starting rivalry. to heat up again. But that was a that rivalry was I don't know how long that's been and some of it's because of how well, the good Seahawks also moved conferences when right. we were like what 12 right when so, the when the Texans got added right. I think is when so it was the whole right yeah. right right uh, no I guess I guess I just feel like the NFL and uh, the NFL cuz we're cuz we is a football podcast is is much more you talk about the the divisions a lot and other sports you don't not but, as much honestly not even as much in baseball but baseball also baseball it's li- you talk about your leagues you have people right. that are you have three people you have people that pay attention to all baseball mm-hmm. people that are fans of an of an American League team, and a lot of this is and a lot of this is East Coast based because there are Red Sox fans, Yankee fans, Orioles fans that I know that are American League only. Only right, they don't they even don't, care. About they don't actually. give right. a shit. They like they've gone to a Phillies game with me, being like, "So how are these teams doing?" Like, <laughs> right. oh, the Phillies, the Phillies right. are above five hundred. Cool. Right. Like, I know you had Bryce Harper. How's he doing? Um, and then there's National League fans that are reverse of that. They go to Baltimore and they're like, "Oh, the Orioles what's stink. going on here? Like, right. what's up? Right. Right. Why isn't the pitcher batting?" You yeah. know, well, that's why football owns day of the week, though. Yeah. You, you, casual sports fans know what's going on in football. Yeah. That's why they're number one. Yeah. That's why there's a gap between them and the NBA, because the NBA is probably number two. But anyway, it's definitely number two. I want to digress. It's a good conversation. We'll continue it. This um, is one, the expanded version of this is an episode, is an off season, maybe yeah. during baseball podcast. I yes. Want, I want to do. Uh, but we now have our basis, our basic thesis is on, on track. It's not on paper. I'm just I'm a man of tradition. I don't want it to change. Yeah. I like it how it is. Yeah. I would like us to win every sport title, but um, other than that, I'm hey, gonna... we're only two away. Shh. Only two away. I'm excited. Just two more infinity gems. Yeah. The Union got close. They lost in the playoffs. Uh, that'd be fun though. I can roof it. Yeah. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. I'm fine with saying there's five majors. Sixers never won. No, not in our lifetime. The last they were in 1883. 1967, and then they count the one that they had in Syracuse as their third, although I don't count that. I am a little surprised during our discussion of NFL playoff seating that the one in the back didn't Yeah, I was surprised, Mel, you did not speak up. Mel, about Matt's fiance Melanie, is when the Eagles missed out on the playoffs five years ago. So she said it. Yeah, she okay. said it. All right, she's yelled at yeah, she, When the Eagles missed out okay, on the playoffs. Okay, all right, all right. I don't need Melanie your pessimistic attitude over there. The Eagles are going to the playoffs. I'm turning the game down. <laughs> That's pretty That's good. Fair. That's, That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, their, their wedding day for everybody that knows is uh, Wild Card Saturday. Someone but, uh, wanted a winter wedding. Someone wanted a winter wedding. Oh, man. <laughs> I would have married you any day of the year. Oh, man. Oh, that's was, nice. You like that line? That was that's good nice. That's Matt knows how to play. That's a good note. That's a good note. That's Shut a good note down. done. Uh, Matt, thank you for hosting this me. This is great, man. Great coming out. Oh, yeah. I'm happy to do it. We're going to watch the Little Sixers now. No, that's Little Sixers. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that'll do it. Everybody go make sure to like, share, subscribe. Uh, the Thunder the Thunderblog, Thunder ThunderBLG on Twitter, Thunderblog Sports on Instagram, Facebook, Thunder Cup, as Matt is showing, our golf tournament we host. 
But for my man, Matty D, the man, the myth, the legend, ooh, Team USA. 2-2-1 two, two, and one right now. All right. But it's only the front nine. <laughs> I am the G-Man. Have a great weekend, everybody, and fly, Eagles. Fly!